I really want young people to see the show, young women and young men. It's about a 16-year-old girl who has a dream that she achieves. When she was 17, she had a number one hit. I feel the earth move under my feet. And it was the first of many. At 28, she thought, it's all over. I've lost everything. And the wonderful moral of our show is, is that you can think you've lost everything. And you feel like you've lost everything. But if you just keep going, if you just keep trusting your talent and your vision and your idea, not only have you not lost everything, you can sometimes find something even better than what you had before. Doug McGrath, welcome to Australia. It's such a privilege to have you with us here in Sydney for our opening. I'm so happy to be here. It's so exciting. You've had a phenomenally distinguished career. Producer, director, writer. What are some of your highlights? I got to work with my great idol, Woody Allen. It was the greatest writing education and, or, and filmmaking education anyone could ever ask. Later, I got to make a movie about Truman Capote, who had always been a fascination of mine. And then, one day my phone rings and someone asked me if I want to write a musical about Carole King, whom I had worshipped since I was a child. And I thought, yes. You make me feel... There's really nothing harder, but also nothing more magical than a musical that works. We have a lot of people who don't love musicals who love this musical, and it's because they're not asked to make the leap uh, of, of faith that someone would sing what they're feeling. You can't watch the show and listen to Will You Love Me Tomorrow without knowing all the complicated feelings in Carol and Jerry's relationship. Tonight you're mine completely You give your love so sweetly And so did you go in knowing much other than Carol and her music history, did you know anything about them at all, all their backstories, or did you discover that as you started the process? I knew nothing. And I'd said, I knew that I thought the show, just for my interest, I wanted to do their true story. But to do that, I said, I'll do the show if you'll let me interview you. I want you to tell me your story. So all those interviews, that guided me in two ways. And it guided me in terms of what the story might be, because that's where I got all my facts. But it very importantly guided me about what the tone of the show could be. And I came away feeling the show would be, should have a great sense of humor about it, because they do. But it had to have warmth. It was very important to me that it have the warmth I felt from all four of them. <laughs> when to deliver the draft, you obviously go through readings and workshops as these productions tend to evolve. How many notes did you get from the, from the authors as that process continued? Well, Carol stayed out of it altogether. She's not comfortable being in the centre of things too much. She's kind of shy. So she was leaving this part to me because part of it for her, I think she was a little, felt funny having a show be all about her. Is it true that the early iterations of the show stopped short of tapestry? I was worried that the tapestry songs might be too kind of unperformable in a musical. You know, all the early songs, all the songs of Act One, the songs from the late 50s and the first half of the 60s, are performance songs. Come on, baby, do the 
Locomotion and Will You Love Me and On Broadway, those are all songs that you can dance to and perform. So we had people come to early readings and then they're like, this is great, where's Tapestry? You got to get up every morning with a smile on your face and show the world all the love in your heart. <laughs> she couldn't see her own beauty. And that's what the show is about, is that over the course of time, she discovers that you don't have to look like Peggy Lee or any of the glamorous girl singers of that era to be beautiful. There are many things that make a person beautiful, including talent. I asked myself the reason for the sadness in the world. Was beautiful the song, was that always got in your mind to, to incorporate in the, the show, or did that come about because you you found this moment that sort of connected it all together. I love the moral of the message of that song. It's just great because what it says is it sounds like a blithely cheerful song but when you think about it she's saying you've got to get up. You've got to make yourself get up every morning with a smile on your face and show the world all the love in your heart. It's not passive. It's saying you have to be active to create your own happiness. I think it's one of the great songs of the 20th century. Beautiful. The Carol King musical for the uninitiated. What would you tell them? I would, I would tell them this. It's about a girl who conquers the world, who finds out all the best things in herself. She finds out some scary things in herself. And in the process of doing it, it's a love story, but it's also a, um, an inspirational story. And as you watch that inspirational story, you get to hear 20 or 25 of the greatest songs of the last 50 years. But the great joy for the uninitiated is that they're about to hear songs that they are gonna love for the rest of their lives. Well, Doug McGrath, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you.